All right, we're talking quarterbacks, we're probably going to get in an argument, but we're doing top 10 quarterbacks here on Locked On NFL. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On NFL. On Wednesday, I am Tony Wiggins along with James Rapine. And we make up the Locked On NFL crew today. We bring you this podcast that is also available on YouTube. All you got to do is subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page for free. And then wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure you tap in every single day to make sure you don't miss an episode because Locked On NFL is your team every day and we thank you for making us your first listen this episode is sponsored by better help better help connects you with the licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from whatever you are or wherever you are visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10 percent off your first month what up james what's going on tone yeah you uh you came up with this topic and I, I think it's a good one because quarterbacks, well, they make the NFL go around. And if they you have one, you feel really good. If you don't have one or you have one of these middle tier type guys, well, it's uh, it might be a, a pretty boring January for you. And that's usually how it works in the NFL. Uh, let's start here. Yeah. Is there any debate with who's number one? Is no. there any debate? It's Patrick Mahomes, right? Yes. Okay, so he's earned it. We'll, we'll just, I agree. It. We'll just he's get that out of the way. Yeah, Super it. Bowl MVP, MVP. I, I, I will say this though: there are at least two guys that, if you had Mahomes and I was lining up with you, and I had two of these guys, and I'm going to even say a third, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be scared. I wouldn't be scared if I had Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, and you had Patrick Mahomes. I just. I wouldn't be, and neither you. Sh- you shouldn't be either. You know what I'm saying? So, it's almost like when Tom Brady was making himself the goat, you weren't scared to have Peyton Manning, you weren't scared to have Aaron Rodgers or Ben Roethlisberger. It's it's okay, you know. You know the you can be the best, but still not be totally totally invincible. We just got to remember that Tom Brady, right in the middle of the dynasty, went like nine years without winning a Super Bowl. Right? Sure. So there's a reason that you can still be motivated and happy about your quarterback situation and even if even if you have one of the guys that's in the second group of five you still even though you have this guy you can still create this anxiety because you feel pressure to have to get it you gotta win it you gotta win it so yeah man uh having a good quarterback gets rid of anxiety but it kind of makes it all come back too if you're not patrick mahomes who's winning super bowls year after year who's in your five because I, I agree with you. I, I would rank up Mahomes, Burrow, Allen in that order. Obviously, Allen's gone toe-to-toe with Mahomes. Burrow's beaten Mahomes three times. Like, he, he isn't invincible. I agree with that. Yeah. That said, you mentioned five, and this mm-hmm. is where the debate could come in. Because I, yep. I think we agree on three. Right. Everything might be out the window after these top three, though. It is. It is. Who do you got? Um, Who do you got at four tone? Well, one of one of the three is Joe Burrow, and you know that, and so it's real easy for you to sit up there all confident, you know, with with your, little, <laughs> with your shoulders all square, looking like you worked out this morning, and 
I did. And yeah, you got the little jaw. Me and Joe working. got a lift I'm in. Sitting here, yeah. I'm sitting there doing everything I can to hold in these fast food jaws of mine because I did not work out this morning. See, that's that confidence you get by having a guy in the top three. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my dude in the top five. I think Trevor Lawrence is one of them. And I know that's going to spark a debate with a lot of people, especially some folks I saw on network TV this week. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one is Aaron Rodgers because even and Peter Bukowski is probably looking at me like, did you even watch the games last year? But the thing that I'm going to say about Rodgers is I just got confidence in a guy that's been doing it that long, sort of like Brady. I'm just afraid of him. I'm afraid of him when he comes out there. If he's got it right that day, we know he had some problems with one of his fingers or something last year. And then the, the whole plan and the, what he was going to do, what he was going to leave. It just, I think it sat on the organization and, and it was a little bit of a cloud. I think this new energy that he has will be similar to what happened with Tom Brady when they went to Tampa. So I'm putting Aaron Rodgers and Trevor Lawrence in my top five. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I can't debate the talent. We, we know what Trevor Lawrence is as a talent. He's certainly in my top 10. And you look at what he had to deal with coming into the league for that year. It's tough. That's a tough situation. And obviously they turned things around last year and had a winning record and, and won a playoff game and beat Justin Herbert. And mm-hmm. let's, let's first talk about him because I think he's in my top 10, Justin Herbert. He's in mine too, but he's not in my top five. Mm-mm. And part of it is what happened to him against Trevor Lawrence and mm-hmm. against the, the Jaguars and, and people say, oh, well, they're not playing against each other. Boo hoo. Yes, they are. That's what happens. Everyone says Mahomes, Burrow, Allen Mahomes. We just did it. That's part of it. It just is what it is, right? Curry, LeBron, people look at head to head, even if you're not necessarily guarding or going up against that person because you're right. talking about stars. So Herbert's not in my top five. I like the argument for a Trevor Lawrence in the top five. I don't have him there yet. Mm-hmm. I think he could get there. But to me, I, I agree with you on Aaron Rodgers. Back-to-back MVP. I could see it working in New York, and, and so I will go with that for now. I could also see this not working and him getting dinged up early and he's just 38 and, you know, even though he's refreshed and new, new change of scenery, I could see it not working. But I, I'm going to bank on the talent. So I have him fourth, even though he played poorly last year. I get it, you know, for those that want to question it. And then fifth, I have Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts has established himself as one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he's got all of the intangibles you look for. Plus, he's a great athlete that can push the ball deep down the field, that can obviously spread it around to the Dallas Goddards. When I mentioned downfield, obviously, A.J. Brown, but Devonta Smith as well. You give him weapons, clearly he can be a a, a high-end quarterback, high-end passer in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And so I have him fifth, which uh, is going to raise – I don't know. I don't think it will raise many eyebrows after what he did last season, but at least some. Yeah, so an interesting thing before we get to segment two where we talk about the other five people, and then in segment three, obviously, we'll go over who who are candidates to actually be able to jump into the top ten of guys that we don't mention. I will say this. A lot of this is because of first impression and expectation. And, and let me – clear that up Rodgers had multiple years where he had over 40 touchdowns and less than 10 interceptions like single digit picks right so we got really 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 spoiled with him just being that good all the time whereas last year 
uh, people that cover them, you know, it feels like it was an it was like a catastrophe. Statistically, it wasn't. It was pretty much just like what you would expect out of a guy who was a top 10, top 12 quarterback, but it wasn't his standard. With Trevor, we can't discount. I'm here in Jacksonville. Can't discount that mess his rookie year. If he'd done last year, if 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 we just look at that as his true rookie year, we, there would be no question he'd be in the top five. Pick number one overall with a bullet, leads his team on a win seven out of eight down the stretch, comes back from 27 to nothing in one game, 17 to nothing in another game. I mean, he kept doing this stuff, and he did it against really good opponents. He has beaten Herbert twice. He beat Josh Allen. He played two really good games against Patrick Mahomes, and he had a real good game Thursday night against Joe Burrow. So when he was matched up against the best names on the list, even our list, he didn't shrink. In fact, I think he's probably like three and two or maybe four and two when you look at it or something like that. But still, I think that means something. So a lot of this is perception. And then with Herbert, nobody expected anything. And all of a sudden he comes out and looks like Dan Marino. But since then, He's lost playoff games and he's had some very stagnant and, and real performances where he just looks like a statue. And it looks like with him that once things tend to go bad, he can't hit the switch and turn it back the other way. And that's my biggest criticism with Justin Herbert. I'll react to that and we will discuss six through 10. The other top five as Tony Wiggins, put it, we'll do that coming up next today's show though is brought to you by better help. It's easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to figure out what you need for yourself. When you spend all of your time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. And therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life. So you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. If you've thought about giving therapy a call, BetterHelp is the most convenient option out there. And it's time to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire that's going to get you matched with the right therapist and you can change therapists at any time in your quest to find that right person to confide in with no additional cost. You can find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on. Running it down, talking quarterbacks here on Locked On NFL. James Rapine is him, and I am Tony Wiggins. I'm him also. I'm just letting y'all know I am him, right? No, <laughs> but <laughs> we 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 back together again, uh, like the last of the Mohicans, man. Because we, uh, you know, I was out last week, you know, with doctor's appointments and and stuff like that. Shout out to Lauren Cox, always being uh, available to. Um, come and give his expertise also here on locked on nfl so make make sure you continue making us your first listen we want to shout out to everydayers too uh we love the fact that you guys join us every day and anyone who's listening that's new make sure you come back tomorrow you won't be considered a new person anymore all right james you said you're gonna comment on my top five so what you got yeah uh trevor lawrence i don't think he could have done that as a rookie i don't think the team was ready to 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 take off in that way you know no not that not that Urban Meyer didn't get in the way in that coaching right. staff, of course. But I, I just I think that was part of it, and that is part of it. So mm-hmm. top five just feels a little rich to me. But when you compare him to the rest of these guys from a talent standpoint, mm-hmm. I certainly buy it. In trajectory sa- standpoint, I certainly buy it. 
I also can't put him ahead of Justin Herbert. I still can't. I think it's really close. And I I think if I was picking one for the next decade, why I would pick Trevor Lawrence. But as of today, I, I almost feel wrong keeping Herbert out of my top five. So I would have Herbert six. And I agree with you on, on a lot of what you said. Look, big-time players need to make plays. When the, the Jags are rallying and you feel that, you need to find a way to make a play. And Mahomes does that t- time and time again. Josh Allen has done that. Obviously, Burrow. Lamar Jackson has done that in big moments. Like, a, a lot of these guys have, and, and that's a question for Herbert. I also think he can figure it out. I also think he hid some of these flaws that the Chargers had. A lot of people assume the Chargers were perfect, and they were not a perfect team by any stretch. So mm-hmm. I think Justin Herbert's hit a lot of their flaws over the years. We'll see if Quentin Johnston helps him at uh, at wide receiver, their first-round pick. But I have Herbert sixth, and I think it's fair to go with Trevor seventh, which Lamar Jackson people are going to, to get mad at me here. And I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy. But you have to stay healthy. And, and – just looking at my list here, I think Lamar at eight makes a lot of sense because now you're getting into to question marks. I don't really have many questions about Herbert as a quarterback. I think I know what he is. Mm-hmm. Does he need to get a little more refined, a little better in big moments? Sure. Does Trevor Lawrence just need more snaps and in, in, in maybe he takes uh, a, a step up in these rankings? Absolutely. I think Lamar, his ceiling is top three. But his floor is out of the top 10 because he's not on the field. And so I think eighth is about right for him. He's my sixth. And he was if 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 Trevor wasn't going to be in the top five, that's who it was going to be. It was going to be Lamar oh. Jackson. Okay. And um, I just think it's really Ahead really of Hurts. So, so you're still – you have Lamar ahead yeah. of Hurts. Yeah. I think it's really, okay. really hard to win MVPs in this league. It's real hard to win MVPs when you ain't got no wide receivers. And – um. <laughs> It's 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 just very very difficult for for a guy to do what he's done, man, and and I really really do believe now that they've added some weapons. So it'll flip. I had this conversation last year. Where I was talking about defensive tackles and in the preseason, and I said somebody named like their top six, and I said, "No, Jeffrey Simmons. What are you talking about?" He said, "I'm not quite there yet." Uh, I think if you'd have asked him eight games in, he'd have been like, "Not only is he top five, he's top three. So some of this, in my mind, is also my personal feelings and projection as well. But, yeah, I do have him right there. I'm going to surprise you with some other people. I have Hertz, uh, um, uh, Justin Herbert right there behind Lamar Jackson at seven. Uh, Jalen Hurts I have at eight. Dak Prescott is ninth. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson, I believe, last year was an, an anomaly – a product of not only being a year off, but I'm going to be honest with you. It's also a product of being caught in your BS, right? And everybody knowing because mm-hmm. the BS I'm talking about, you all know about the stuff that was going on, whether it was criminal or not, it's weird, right? Everybody would at least agree. And he had no problem performing on the field when that stuff was happening. Like it's almost like Tiger Woods, like Tiger Woods didn't start, not being as good at golf because he was out doing all of this wild stuff. He didn't, he wasn't good for a while at golf because he got caught publicly mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. this wild stuff. 
and his mental focus probably wasn't where it was, even though people want to say that sporting events is like a sanctuary and a getaway. Everybody ain't built like that. Mental, I think Michael Jordan, he didn't care what was going on. Michael Jordan could focus on whatever. But I think that's what happened with Deshaun Watson, too. I think Deshaun Watson was finally playing games in front of people who all knew his personal business. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. And, and I, it adds pressure. A ton of pressure. And the contract adds pressure and all of those things. And and we'll see if, if he can bounce back. He's certainly in that mix, right, where it's different questions. It's not injury questions, but now you're getting into it with, with guys like that that have clear flaws or question marks. I have Dak Prescott nine right behind Lamar Jackson. I think he's the one guy where in, in this back half of the top ten that I have where you know what you're getting. He's not the best quarterback in the league but he is going to be consistent for the most part. He's going to be able to keep you afloat. He's going to be able to do all the things that you would want a top 10 quarterback to do, except, and I think this is, is a very real thing. Go. Do you think he could go into to arrowhead toe to toe with Mahomes? Like, I think that's tough to, to expect him. The team is one thing. Micah Parsons goes off and the Cowboys defense is, is just wreaking havoc and wrecking the game and doing things that they can do. Then it's different. Diggs has a pick six, but can he go blow for blow with some of these, these guys? I don't want to hear about, Oh, his rookie year. He did this with Rogers. That was a completely different offensive line. Mm-hmm. Zeke Elliott was a freak. I, I wonder about that, but I have him ninth. The 10th spot is interesting. And I, I lean to Sean Watson because I bank on talent. And that's just something, especially at the quarterback position you do. But you know the sneaky guy that that could be in my top ten, and I'm going to have him eleventh. It's a guy that isn't on your radar. It's not he's not on anybody's radar, and he, he kind of got the the raw end of a deal last year. It's a guy by the name of Derek Carr, Ooh. who in 2021 threw for 4,800 yards and 23 touchdowns, completed 68% of his passes, helped navigate the Raiders through all of the John Gruden stuff, had a special teams coordinator as his head coach. You had the Henry Ruggs just awful incident that just right. – there was just one thing after another with that team, and he got him to the postseason. And then last year, it doesn't work with Josh McDaniels, and suddenly he just can't play. I don't believe it. He's 31, going to be 32 years old. I Actually, he just turned 32. I like Derek Carr. I think he's a guy that could make a leap, especially with the right culture in New Orleans. I could totally see him maybe – jumping Dak Prescott, for example, jumping Deshaun Watson, who's on shaky ground at that 10th spot and being in the top 10 a year from now. I had no problem with it. And you're right. And he's not the first quarterback or first great player to look bad when he starts playing for Josh McDaniel. So uh, we can go all the way back to Brandon Marshall and even Jay Cutler and, and those guys. Uh, so, Whew. yeah. So, you know, I, I get it, man. Um, and I'm right there with you with him. Somebody else that I'm there with still, it's almost like I got to give him the the mulligan because of injuries a little bit. But as a veteran, if he's healthy, I think Matt Stafford cracks this list when healthy. Mm-hmm. And um, he's only un- been unhealthy really one one year, and that was last year. But it's a bad spot. It's like an elbow or whatever it is. And, you know, you're sitting there worried about whether or not he's going to actually be the same. But uh, for one game, under certain conditions, I, I guarantee you I take him in a heartbeat. It's just that looking at him with his age and an elbow injury is hard for me. Yeah, but I totally agree. Kyler Murray yeah. s- sits on the edge a little bit of this. I think Jared Goff is underrated. 
Kirk Cousins is a stat machine, but he's also going to throw a pick at the wrong time every single time. You can count on that happening. You can count on that just as sure as I can count on these people get ready to start cutting this grass outside every every Tuesday or Wednesday. I can count on Kirk Cousins to throw a pick at the end of the game when he's not supposed to. So um, there are, there's room for some some guys, and we're going to talk about them here in segment three, room for some players to crack that top ten and take a step this this year. We'll tell you who that is in just a second here on Locked On NFL. Let's get to some guys that can crack that top 10 and make a push this season. And real quick, I'm with you on Matt Stafford. It's it's tough with the injury. When healthy, I like him over Dak. Uh, I would have him ahead of Deshaun Watson with the questions with him. And uh, heck, I might, if you're telling me you get 2021 Matt Stafford, I'm probably moving him ahead of a couple of these other guys too. So I agree with you. I just, think it's such a huge question mark he's on the outside looking in for me with you on murray and some of those other guys you said that on the outside looking in that said what about guys that are just on the horizon that might be able to run up and make a push for the top 10 i think there are are three realistic possibilities and sorry steelers fans kenny pickett is not one of them <laughs> but but um we talked about it justin fields mm-hmm Certainly makes sense to me that he could take a leap this year. And then the other two, C.J. Stroud, the second overall pick, Bryce Young, the first pick. And I'm going to give you one more because I think he's going to start in Indy. Feels like it. Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I, I, I know you know him well. So those are the four guys I would say that I don't know if it's realistic for the rookies to be top 10 guys, but maybe they establish themselves and put themselves in the conversation going into their second season. I love Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud's spots, like where they landed and who's going to coach them and the culture that they're stepping into. Those aren't your typical number one and number two overall teams. Remember, Carolina pick was initially picking ninth and they traded up, right? And and Houston, as bad as they've been, anybody – they beat the Jaguars last year. The year before, they beat them twice. They play extremely hard. Now, they got a new coach, and I think D'Amico Ryans is really good. But I think they had a real good draft, and they did real good in free agency. So I think the spots that both of these guys are in is better than the spot that Trevor Lawrence walked into. I think Justin Herbert walked into the best spot of anybody. That's why I I, I, fall, I pull back a little bit because he hasn't taken that next step. I'm going to add somebody to the guys that you just spoke of because he he's someone that – I don't think they have a replacement. Like Jared Goff already has a, an eventual replacement on the roster, right? Because they picked him. Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, let me explain this. The reason why I say this is because he is back with the coach and running the offense that made him a commodity in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. And as much as I criticize Josh McDaniels about not being able to adapt to what he has, I think he does a real good job at people that he's used to like Brady and he ain't gonna have no problem with with Garoppolo so and the Raiders don't have their their next guy waiting behind them yet so I think Jimmy Garoppolo has a chance to add to what we see on paper with him in terms of his stats he just has to stay healthy he has to not have those nagging injuries at the wrong time and I really do believe that combined with with what he's already done on the field, if he's if he's able to remain healthy, that he has a good shot 
by linking back up with Josh McDaniels because there's no, there's not a transition period. There's no getting used to period. There's no feeling out period like Derek Carr and, and, and McDaniels. No, he is going to know exactly where McDaniels wants the ball thrown and without question. He probably knows this offense like the back of his hand and he's going to step right in day one with a really good wide receiver, with a really good running back, with a decent offensive line now that they've done some repair and a couple of more weapons. And I think Jimmy Rop- Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a dude that might be knocking on the, the, the precipice of this list, at least the back end of it, if he has a really, really good season. Yeah, I, I could totally see it. I mean, established guy, if he stays healthy, health is the biggest question with him. Obviously, has a high floor to his game when healthy. Can I give you one? Not a not a sneaky top 10 contender or anything like that, but a guy who could impress. And I think it's kind of weird they weren't more in on the quarterback market, and maybe it's because they're that in on him. Atlanta. Yeah. Des Ritter. Yeah. It, it's weird, man, because all they've done is spend on defense and get Jesse Bates and add pieces on that defense. And then you add B. John Robinson with the eighth pick. You're not really considering quarterback there. They were never in on Lamar, at least publicly. It didn't seem like they were going after him or making a push there. They didn't go after a Jimmy Garoppolo. They didn't go after a Baker Mayfield. They didn't go after any of these type of of guys and different levels of veterans that were available in free agency. And I'm not saying it because he played at Cincinnati, because I actually have my questions because he played at Cincinnati, and I saw him up close and personal more, more yeah. so than most with Desmond Ritter. But it feels like Atlanta believes in him and, and thinks that, that he can be a quality NFL quarterback. So when you have a guy like Arthur Smith and he's that bullish, well, if a coaching staff believes in you, that's a big part of it when you're a, you know, a former day two pick at quarterback. So we'll see. But just someone to throw on the radar since we're talking about the position. Yeah, and I'll tell you what has an effect on that. And I didn't create this. I heard this from somebody else uh, here locally years ago who used to play. They said that the team chooses the quarterback. Hmm. All you got to do is sit back and watch and see who they follow behind. If you, Especially if you have like a quarterback battle. Mm-hmm. If you have a quarterback battle, you don't have to do anything. Watch. And what that means is leadership. Players. How they respond to him. How he carries himself throughout the building. Do they believe in him? Will they follow him? Uh, where they see smoke, knowing there's fire likely in that same spot. The other thing that we don't know is we don't know that and we don't know this. We don't know how his workflow is. Now, I think most of these quarterbacks are professionals, but I don't think you can fool people that's been in, the, in those buildings their entire life. And I, what I'm thinking is those coaches see his workflow, his, his effort, his attention to detail, and they know whether or not he has the stuff um, that makes up a, a really good quarterback, you combine that with how pe- the other players in the building feel about him. And maybe that's why they won more games than we thought they should have, even though we can't sit here and point to his stats and say, that's why. Maybe it's because of that. Maybe it's that confidence. There were games that Trevor didn't play well. The clinching game against the Titans, Trevor played mm-hmm. awful. But the Jaguars still got into the playoffs because they still believed in him. When they were down 27 to nothing, the team still believed in him. So sometimes we don't understand because we're not in the building and we're not, we visit the buildings, but we're not a part of the locker room to the point where we know exactly how those guys feel about someone. And I think those things really matter when it comes to coaches deciding who the, who, who's going to be the guy out there uh, taking those snaps every single Sunday. I, I agree with you. And I think 
that uh, that about does it. Wraps up our quarterback conversation. Look, I, I think they're the AFC is clearly loaded. Most of the guys we mentioned are in the AFC. If you're in the NFC, that's another reason why. Maybe a Dez Ritter, Bryce Young, those type of guys ha- have a shot to make some CJ, some news. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Stroud's in the uh, yeah. He's already the AFC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's right. uh, it's going to be a fun year. And uh, we, we have sorry a, for a, those teams that don't have quarterbacks, the fans of those teams that like if you if you if we didn't even, we mentioned like 17 dudes here and if we didn't even mention your. Oh, your well, Geno Smith should get at least a mention. Yeah, he should get a shout out to Geno Smith. And he shout should out get to a Seattle mention. He played too. well last year and they put you, you want to talk about a place that put weapons around him. That's what Seattle did, man. Draft another running back I liked in Charbonnet. Obviously, to me, he got the best receiver in the draft in Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. You know who we did Gina. mention? Somebody who used to be in Seattle. Let's ride. We didn't mention him at all. Well, there's so, a reason for that. Yeah, we got to see what Sean Payton, if he's able to work his mojo and his magic on Let's Ride. I like what he said when they told him about Let's Ride having the uh, – but and that's his name now, Let's Ride. So I am I was tripping out when they told him about the office in the building. All that. Nah, I ain't never seen that. Yeah, yeah, we ain't going to be doing all that. <laughs> you know, I loved yeah. it, man, because I'm like, get that stuff out of here. Yep. That's exactly how it should be. And uh, we'll monitor him for sure because maybe he does make some waves this year and and bounce back a bit. But that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Follow wherever you get your podcast. For Tony Wiggins, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to Locked On NFL.